another installment of airlines behaving badly. It seems like it's, you know, a monthly basis. We seem to be talking about big stories where, you know, airlines could have handled a situation better than they have. And you'd think they'd learn from each other. I mean, like you think about all the time you spend talking about uh, the incidents that go down at airlines with the way they, you know, um, mistreat. Maybe that's the wrong word, but, you know, uh, don't handle an inconvenience to uh, their customers in the right way. Uh, you know, we saw United Airlines last year, uh, the gentleman being dragged off the flight. Nobody can forget that audio. You would think by now, uh, with so many gaffes in major airlines, that airlines would learn. But apparently, not so much. Things go wrong, and I get it. I mean, people get stressed right out when uh, things start to fall apart. Nobody likes anyone complaining to them. I mean, uh, it's nice when your job goes smoothly, but we all have jobs where sometimes things go wrong. Sometimes they're beyond our control. And a lot of times we have clients that we have to talk to. And when you have a client that you have to talk to that's inconvenienced by something that might be beyond your control, you have to know how to talk to those uh, people. I'm not sure now if it's a problem of training. If people just aren't getting the correct customer service training. Uh, with, you know, cutbacks in every industry, it seems like customer service seems to get lower and lower on the priority list uh, as far as your training goes. But uh, we're joined uh, now on the show by Kira Wegler, who was a passenger on a Porter Airlines flight. Uh, Global News' Sean O'Shea broke this story yesterday, and I read about it last night at home, and I thought, wow, I need to talk about this on the show today. Uh, so last Friday... Uh, Kira was on the flight. It was uh, stranded in Boston at Logan Airport. I believe they were stuck there for three days because of a problem with the luggage door. But Kira joins the show right now. Thanks for being here, Kira. Thanks for having me, Kelly. Uh, Now, listen, I want to just go back and get your side of the story. If you could start at the very beginning, what happened? Because we've all been on a flight. You're coming back from a vacation in Florida with the family. You're heading back to Toronto and you're stopped in Boston where you're going to, were you getting on the Porter flight in Boston? Was it like a... A connection flight? Yes, that's exactly it. It was a connecting flight. We were coming back from Florida with jean jackets and running shoes, and we ended up being stuck in in Boston for three days. Okay, and you know, it does happen that things go wrong when you're flying, but exactly what happened? Start us us from the very beginning of your story. Sure. So uh, we were stranded for uh, three hours initially, um, flight delayed. And as you mentioned, weather delays, um, especially around this time, are understandable. Um, so about three hours later, we, we were boarded onto the flight. Um, we spent about two hours sitting on the tarmac uh, with a couple of announcements from the crew who let us know that there was an issue with the latch door on um, on the luggage compartment and that it would only be a couple minutes longer and they were figuring out the issue. Um, they then came um, on the speaker shortly thereafter letting us know that um, they weren't able to fix the issue um, and that because um, it was approaching 10 o'clock that the crew um, wouldn't be able to work past that time um, because, uh, in their words, they would turn into pumpkins because their shift uh, their maximum shift was was over. So we were told that we would need to deplane um, and go speak to a customer service representative at the gate that we boarded at. So um, the entire plane unloaded and we all um, stood in line for about two hours, received no announcements, no information from the customer service representative. Wait a minute, was there anybody at the desk when you were all standing in line? They just kind of herded you out and then just asked you to form a line and you just hung out there? 
Yes, exactly. Um, they weren't making any um, announcements publicly or, or to the people we were at the back of the line. The only information we were receiving was through hearsay um, from individuals that were standing at the front of the line. Um, so we all gathered at the front um, just trying to get some information. We were all tired. It was an ordeal, and we just wanted to know where we were going to be sleeping that night and when we would be able to get home. Um, people, passengers were very frustrated So, with the um, exceptionally rude and unprofessional service that we were receiving. Um, no answers, no explanation. So passengers pulled out their phones um, and started recording their experience with the representatives. Um, and at that point, um, the personnel came from behind the desk um, and started demanding that people delete the footage off of their phone. Otherwise, they were going to call security um, and potentially have us um, uh, arrested. Um, people were obviously confused and, and, and not accepting um, this demand. Um, and at that point, um, they, the representatives were going up to people and making sure that it was deleted off their devices. And not only that, that they had removed them from their trash bins. Um, they also threatened that they weren't going to help us with any further assistance or service until we could prove that we deleted the footage. Okay, um, wait, I'm going to stop you there because Rob actually has a little bit of footage. Some people didn't delete it. They leaked it out. Uh, yeah. So we're going to play some audio of some of that footage right now. Here it is. Behind the security point, yes. it's a government authority. Tell him to delete it. Tell her to delete it. I did. Okay, he's deleted delete it from the trash. All right, so that was a little snippet of the audio from one of the videos that wasn't deleted. Uh, with regards to the customer service rep uh, from Porter, were they the same people that were on the flight with you? No, that was, that was a different crew. Um, the, the people that were giving us the information or lack thereof on the flight, those were the flight attendants. And yep. then um, the individual that you heard on the, the tape was um, a representative that was, that was sent to our gate, a Porter representative, to, to assist us. So had the flight crew happened. gone home then? We're not sure what happened to the crew. Oh, so you didn't see them again? No, we didn't. Okay, I'm just trying to get up to speed here. So just so that everybody's on the same page with your story, because, I mean, you know, to hear somebody asked to look at somebody else's phone and make sure something was deleted, I think we can all admit that's a that's a big ball drop uh, as far as customer service goes. Um, You know, you've been delayed for two hours. You get on the uh, in the plane. Then you're stranded on the tarmac for two hours. Then you're told to go and line up in Logan Airport again, and you're standing there for two hours. Is anyone at the front of the line talking to people, and then are you watching people leave and sit down and talk to other people? Or, you know, uh, were you guys just hanging out in the line until one person showed up? Yeah, exactly. We, we were waiting in line until a customer service representative showed up. Um, some passengers had filtered out and, and were making their own arrangements to get back home. And the others that um, didn't have any other arrangements were waiting in line. And at that point, when no announcements were being made, that's when um, those that were left gathered towards the front of the line to be able to hear the representatives because no information was being announced over the loudspeaker. Right. I understand they've now said that that loudspeaker, the PEA system, it was broken. Yes, exactly, exactly. And and at that point, um, we believe that a representative should have come um, down the line and, sure. and make an announcement to ensure we all heard what was going on. Makes a lot of sense. When you did find out what was going on, what did you hear? What were you told? Um, um, actually, no one ever told us in person what was going on. Um, people just received emails that their flight was rebooked for 72 hours later. Uh, that was the only communication we received. Uh, they didn't tell us that in person. It was only through email that that, that, that was heard. Um, any accommodations um, thereafter compensation, we were told to call customer service line. Um, this was about 12 a.m. and Porter's customer service line closes at 11 p.m. So we were completely helpless. We had no one to speak with and no one to give us more information at that point. 
Uh, Porter Airlines has apologized. They, uh, Global News, Sean O'Shea, of course, broke this story. He asked them to explain what happened. They said this, in this particular case, there was a misunderstanding by the team member involved that taking video at this particular airport behind beyond security checkpoint was not permitted. It, permitted. In fact, the, prohibi- uh, the prohibition applies to secure airport areas and security screening. He didn't realize the uh, distinction at the time, but we've advised the team members involved for future reference. While the request to stop filming or delete footage was incorrect. The intention was only to try and enforce what was believed to be airport policy. What bothered you most? You know what? That um, it, it, if that is a, a, a rule or regulation, then why did the the representative not know of that? Um, why did someone like me, who's not in the industry and a passenger, um, have an understanding that that was absolutely false and, and that um, the representative w- was in fact incorrect? And beyond that, um, they have not apologized for the poor service that was provided or the three day delay, or ha- have not reached out to me directly. What have you been compensated for? I was. I received an email this morning, actually, um, that I would receive a hundred dollar voucher towards a future Porter flight, which doesn't even cover um, the, the the cost that I paid for the flight, which I had to take three days later than planned. So no no compensation. Um, we were put up in a hotel for a couple of days and received very minimal food vouchers, but that was about it. And. I understand that uh, Porter Airlines is is maintaining the fact that the weather was the reason for the delay. Not a, it wasn't a mechanical delay. What do you say to that? You know what? It's a, they, the information they told us was that it was an issue with the latch door. So if they want to blame it on the weather, then how are passengers like us supposed to diffuse that situation? We believe that um, if if that they vote that they think if they can blame it on the weather, then they can. Um, it, it's an excuse not to compensate the passengers for for time and, and stress of, of the situation. So I think that blaming it on the weather delay in the winter is a very um, easy excuse, and um, they're not taking any responsibility um, for for the actions on, on their end. Kira, things happen when you fly. We all know this, especially, you know, uh, we, an airplane is a mechanical uh, piece of equipment that c- things can go wrong. So, uh, you know, I've been stuck in the tarmac before. You know, there have been people that have been delayed. I think, you know, we all expect as adults that this is a possibility with regards to uh, air transportation in, you know, this century. But I want to ask you, what bothered you the most about what went down and how do you think they could have ha- handled it differently? I think the lack of communication um, uh, was definitely one of, one of the top issues. I think that the fact that we only received notification that our flight was going to be rebooked via email, nobody told us that in person, um, that, that was definitely a top issue, not to mention the poor customer service that we received from the agent that was sent over that who was supposed to help us, um, and also the, the rude and unprofessional nature in which she demanded us to delete footage off of our phones. It seemed as though um, they cared more about the story getting out over social media than they did about their actual customers. And how would you like to see things change? I, I think that passengers um, need to know their rights before they travel, and I think Porter needs to own up for their mistakes and stop standing behind um, weather-related excuses as, as means to treating their customers poorly. Are you filing a complaint? I definitely plan on filing the complaint and reaching out to um, some air right activists sure, the, uh, regarding this issue. One of the uh, air rights activists that we have, a passenger rights activist, Dr. Gabor Lucas, we have him on the show quite often. He uh, encourages, encourages travelers to file complaints with the airlines and the Canadian Transportation Agency. 
Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And I think anyone who's experienced a similar issue with Porter or any other airline should follow through with the complaint and, and not let the airlines get away with, with their poor service provided to, to customers. Kira, thanks so much for sharing your story in person. I, I appreciate you being on the show today. Uh, thanks so much for having me, Kelly. Thanks. That's Kira Wegler, who was one of the passengers on that Porter flight, got stranded in Boston. And y- y- we can sympathize with her uh, frustration. And just the feeling of uh, not being treated appropriately when you're a customer and someone's to provide a service, we understand things go wrong. That's, you know, that's the way of the world. If it can go wrong, it will go wrong. It's Murphy's Law. But it's how you handle things when they go wrong.